Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jack Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7 and hope everyone had a great holiday week, enjoying time with family and friends for that 4th of July week. And just like we said, we kind of took a break for those holiday week, but then we're back here. And like I promise, we're going to talk Virginia football recruiting. Um, it is obviously a time period where we're reflecting back on what was a busy June and moving forward on what's next in the 2024 class as far as some of the remaining uncommitted targets and what's next if they miss on a few of these targets as far as moving forward and finishing off their class on a high note. So before we get going, why don't you go ahead and like this video, like our channel, click on the bell so you're notified whenever you, um, whenever there is a new video uploaded on YouTube. And also why don't you go ahead and rate us Wherever you listen to these podcasts, again, it'll help us continue to grow the show. And if you are not a subscriber on Wahoo's 24-7, you can join today and get it for $1 for that first month. So you can see what type of information we have on our site. And once again, I want to start off the podcast too by thanking everyone because we continue to have record highs of how many subscribers, active subscribers we currently have on the site. So thank you so much for showing your support for myself and Michael Kieran on the site for our work. We really do appreciate it. So we're going, like I said, we're going to kind of tie down and talk a little bit about Virginia football recruiting and where things stand because starting next week, honestly, we're going to kind of not only next, well, actually technically next Tuesday, I have a special guest on the show. Uh, Virginia, recent Virginia commit Christian Bliss will join us on the show to talk about his commitment to Virginia men's basketball. But then we also will start previewing fall camp. Um, Virginia will also be going to ACC kickoff in about two weeks, which will be also there in Charlotte. So uh, full coverage from ACC kickoff in about two weeks. So that will happen. Plus, we will also be able to talk to several Virginia assistants at Virginia's media luncheon on the 28th. So those are some of the key things happening around Virginia sports right now. Not only will we have Christian Blitz on the show next Tuesday, but we also start previewing fall camp with offensive and defensive previews the week after. We'll have the ACC kickoff coverage that we will be in Charlotte on the 26th, and then we'll have the assistant media luncheon on the 28th. So that's an opportunity for us to talk to assistants to figure out, you know, talk to them about who's standing out and how's, you know, what have they seen or actually what have they heard because they're not allowed to kind of be in these summer workouts because they're player led, but they're able to talk to them and kind of hear what they're hearing ahead of fall camp, which is almost here. So again, that's what kind of we're looking forward to right now as you know, the staff are progressing, coming back from vacation. Uh, I believe the first team meeting is either the 18th or 19th. The team are, is back. Team The team also had some time off for the 4th of July holiday, but they're back and they're working and they're grinding um, in the weight room as well right now. So Virginia football recruiting. So Virginia had a pretty protective a few weeks, honestly, in June. I mean, actually, I am going to bring up the commitment list. This is the commitment list for Virginia currently. They have 11 commits. Um, in my build prediction story earlier this summer, I had predicted Virginia to be about 10 um, by the early, by early by the first week of July. So I'm um, pretty close there. Um, now, if you noticed on our 24/7 commit list on the site, we do not 
use the composite anymore. These are 24 seven rankings. That is something that they developers have changed over the course of the last few days. So if you go to the commit list, now you see the 24 seven rankings rather than the composite ranking, uh, which I think is pretty cool since I think 24 seven rankings um, are one of the best. And I really like how we handle rankings. So that's who we have now on the commit list. So during this time period, they were able to pick up quite a number of commitments. They picked up cornerback Jalen Lackey, um, wide receiver Christian Zachary, edge rusher Chase Morrison. Um, they picked up corner Kevin Gray. They picked up safety Cedric Franklin. He's the only one that I mentioned that didn't go on an official visit. He was on a multi-day unofficial visit, um, which is a key there. He will be able to take an official visit later on this year. Um, so then you got safety Kashawn Adams. You got wide receiver Tristan Ward. I like that Virginia went into that eastern area of the country that top area where i think there's gonna be a lot of good talent coming up in the last few years obviously you know from like cogear 2025 quarterback who's uh best friends with tristan ward uh so a little bit of a connection there but also you have other guys like dante reno who's going to south carolina but is also you know kind of talking about the talent that is in that area so uh virginia picked up two commitments there and then obviously offensive lineman grant ellinger so those are the guys that they had committed and obviously they missed on a few guys but they're also waiting word on who else is going to be committing and where they're going to. So we are recording this on Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. This is a couple hours or 24 hours before Justin Terrell defensive lineman target is set to announce on Wednesday. At this time, I still think it's a North Carolina NC State battle. I give the edge to the pack. They had the last visit. I feel like you've already seen kind of the the trend with Justin Terrell was that I felt like whoever was going to get the next visit was going to be the leader. And that's what NC State is, the leader after the last visit. Again, like I've said it a number of times, this is a recruitment that I didn't see finishing in the summer. Yes, he'll be committed. But I think other schools um, will possibly come down the, down the pipeline, like Tennessee, who hasn't offered him, but he did visit. Um, you know, if they need a defensive lineman, I could see an SEC program kind of giving up an offer later on. So this is a recruitment that will go all the way to early signing day. And that's something that schools like UVA and other ACC programs are going to have to deal with. And we're you know, on the board today. I presented a story done by Michael Clark over at Pack Pride, Christian Zachary, one of the commits for Virginia. He was offered by NC State after camping at NC State uh, about a couple of days after uh, committing to Virginia. And then he solidified his official visit to visit NC State in September for their ACC, oh, uh, not, well, ACC home opener against Notre Dame. So this is the type of thing where Virginia can evaluate guys and be one of the first suitors on them and have them committed, but you're going to have a situation where there's some are going to come in and possibly try to flip them. In this case, NC State, I think UVA is in the good place where they can battle out with NC State, but I'm talking about when you bring in the NIA world, you're in a situation where you're fighting other schools in December when these other schools have, have to fill in spots and they need someone else. And then you've got the NIL three-letter word, well, three-letter acronym that can bother you. So again, this is a new world of recruiting and those sort of things that you have to keep in mind. What's next? Because right now, Virginia is at 11 commitments. They have a few guys that are still waiting for a decision. Now, again, if you're on Wahoo's 24-7, I'm pretty blunt, and I don't really sugarcoat things on where things stand. Right now, 
Virginia is in a wait and see for several recruits. Um, like I said, I don't feel good about Justin Terrell going to Virginia. I think he'll go elsewhere. But then when you look at Christian Martin, a quarterback that you know we talked a lot about in the show, and he is the quarterback that Virginia is waiting on a decision, but they do have other quarterbacks that they're got on the pipeline and in the bullpen, as you can say, like waiting to see if they have an offer. Christian Martin is going to decide, well, he told Brian Doan over at 24-7 Sports that he will likely decide here in this month, likely in the last, maybe in the next two weeks or so. I think he said uh, like July 25th that week. Right now it's between Virginia and Maryland. Virginia Tech is a school that has been discussed with Christian Martin. However, he did not visit the Hokies. Um, that visit was canceled. So he is down to the two that he did, UVA and Maryland. Although, again, Virginia Tech is, whenever you see a finalist list, Virginia Tech is on there. It is a pretty tight race between both programs. But right now, there's a lot of buzz going around Maryland. Um, that staff is obviously newer than Virginia's, um, especially the offensive staff. Um, but Coach Gaddis and Coach Scott, the two new staff members on the offense, have done well to create a good relationship with Christian in a short amount of time. Now, in Virginia, he did a, a Christian Martin and his family have a good, strong relationship with Taylor Lamb. Lamb has done a great job in that recruitment, staying on top of Christian, being there since last summer when Christian Martin was camping at Virginia and offered. This is a type of recruitment that, you know, Virginia would like to win. It's from Highland Springs where they want to continue that pipeline, but also it's in-state quarterback. You want to win those. Um, right now, it seems like Maryland is in the lead. Again, there's still time. This is a relationship that's been there a long time. So, um, but we are hearing more Maryland buzz as the weeks go on, as the days go on. So that's something that we are continuing to monitor. Other guys that we are monitoring still is two defensive line, well, three defensive linemen, uh, Tyler Simmons, Eric Mansa, Eric Mensa, um, and then Jewett Hayes. So Jewett Hayes, no one knows. He doesn't really do many interviews and he's a very quiet guy. When you talk to people, they always say the same thing, that they feel good about him or, you know, it's a wait and see for him. Cincinnati and Virginia are two schools that are connected to him. Tyler Simmons. Um, it was Northwestern, uh, Virginia, and Kansas who got the official visit. Obviously, things are happening in Northwestern. Pretty big things. That's a school that's not in contention right now. Right now, even before everything else happening in Northwestern, this seemed like to be a UVA-Kansas um, battle for Tyler Simmons, the Sunshine State defensive tackle. And I still see that. I think UVA did an excellent job. Kevin Downing has done a good job in this recruitment, recruiting not only Tyler, but his family. I think the family as well as Tyler really liked the idea of playing in the ACC conference. The only thing that is the only thing that they see in Kansas from just hearing and listening to interviews and talking to people that are close to the Kansas program is that the pedigree of putting defensive linemen in the NFL is there at Kansas. But the draw of playing the ACC and their relationship with Kevin Downey is a draw for the Cavaliers. So again, it's a very tight race between those two. Virginia did a good job in that official visit and its decision. Um, he says he wants to decide before it's senior season. So we're still waiting word on that. There hasn't been a date set for his decision as, as our last check. Um, again, if we have that date for decision, we will write it on one seven. And Eric Mensa is the same thing. Virginia did a good job on the official visit. He's between Virginia Tech, Maryland, and Virginia. And you see kind of the pattern of which schools Virginia is going head-to-head -head with. Um, on that note, Eric also camped at Ohio State. He's waiting to see what the Buckeyes will do to figure out where things stand as far as recruitment there. So, again, 
the wait and see for him. I think Virginia did a good job of the official visit. I think Maryland and Virginia Tech are also right there. I can even see Virginia Tech being a little bit of a leader, getting a little bit of a head start there, but I still wouldn't rule out Virginia at the time, at this time for Eric Mensa. So again, it's a wait and see for Virginia as far as those recruits, but that doesn't mean they're not working. They had a lot of campers in June and they do have a lot of targets on there that could be on the verge of offers or could have what we call quiet offers where you don't want to offer a kid more publicly and then push some of the other kids for a decision. So they have a number of guys that Virginia was evaluating during those camp season, um, including offensive line since Jamil Allen, who was the other offensive line target that chose Duke at the end of June, Virginia would want to add another offensive lineman. So there's a couple offensive linemen that they um, were evaluating during camp, including Stephen O'Dell from a South Carolina. He's someone that is named to know of UVA is considering at this time. He hasn't been offered yet, but Virginia is talking to him and he was one that impressed during camp. Virginia is also looking for a linebacker to offer and they had a two or three during the camp season as well. Um, so right now moving forward, is you? I wrote the story on Wallace 24-7 to talk about what the five questions were for Virginia. One of them has to be these offers. Who are the next targets? Who is your next group in your board? Because that's how Virginia works. You work in a tier system. You offer who you want, then you offer the next group. You offer the next group. Well, Virginia is in the next group. Who are the next round of offers that Virginia will extend? Um, some quarterbacks, because Christian Martin is your quarterback, but you're going to want to have a backup option. So right now there's a couple of them that camp including Jaden Glasser, who committed to Central Michigan towards the latter part of June. He camped. He's from Venice, Florida. Um, Rylan Jesse, a quarterback out of California who committed to Utah State. He also camped at Virginia and impressed the staff. There's also Julian Duggar, who apparently had a really good camp this past week. Um, another impressive quarterback. He's out of Pennsylvania. Um, I think that's a, that's a quarterback. If you want, you, Virginia needs to get on them quickly uh, because I, th I think Teams like Pitt might come in a little later, and I think the in-state school might get the edge there if Pitt were to offer. So um, those are certainly just three quarterback options that Virginia can look at and have seen in person for evaluation. So those are some of the names that we know Virginia is evaluating currently. Um, an offensive line, I already mentioned Stephen O'Dell, and then Keontae Arrington is another one. He's a local in-state Lake Taylor offensive lineman. So right now it's just, I know it's, it's all I can say right now is wait and see and try to see what the next step is for Virginia football, as far as which positions they're going to offer. And again, they're still waiting word on some of these decisions that, you know, Tyler Simmons has not made the call. He has not called Kansas. He has not called Virginia for the offer. Christian Martin is the same thing. As of recording, none of these guys have made their calls. So if you're Virginia, you're still in the holding pattern because you still feel good of where you are with those guys. So you don't want to move too quickly and then they don't think they're a priority anymore. So you kind of have to, especially because the their messaging is we don't offer many kids, we offer you. So so that's the kind of the balance that Virginia is working on if they want to keep the messaging up that the offer means that you are a priority. So that is right now where Virginia football stands. Also, another development is Northwestern, with them letting go of their head coach, their, their players can enter the portal at any point now. Free range on Northwestern players 
if they want to enter the transfer portal. Northwestern would be a school academically, at least, you know, GPA wise and with the academic straight academic rigor of the courses. I don't know what credits will match because obviously you don't know until you see it. That could be a situation where Virginia can go in there. I mean, Jordan Knox, an offensive lineman target, is at Northwestern currently. So again, he hasn't answered the transport. There's no rumors in the transport about him, but that's that's the type of thing where you're going to be looking at if you're Virginia too, is who enters the transit portal from Northwestern moving forward. And honestly, a lot of these things will also be determined. Like when I say that Virginia is looking for so so many offensive linemen or so many defensive linemen, I mean, they could also look for the portal for one of those. Um, I think one of the things that we're going to see develop here too, is that number might develop into different numbers. Like quarterback, you know, when this started, Virginia was looking at one quarterback. Could that change to two? Yes. Will it likely change to two? Probably. So, again, a lot of these things are moving pieces, moving parts, um, and we'll be continuing to monitoring. It is July. It's a little hard to kind of see what the next steps are because you need to kind of look back. And also, people are on vacation. So, this is still a period where, you know, staff members are still on vacation. And, you know, even kids are on vacation with their families. So that's really kind of like the Cliff Notes version of everything that's going on with Virginia recruiting. Um, like I said, next week we'll have Christian Bliss on the show. So we're going to have a more basketball focus. And then we're going to go back and we're going to focus on Team Virginia. So we're going to focus on looking ahead of fall camp. And then from then, fall camp starts in the first week of August. And then we'll be looking ahead to the season. And it's going to be a busy time because Virginia will not only be preparing for the season, but that week where I said they have ACC kickoff on July 26th, ACC, well, the assistant coaches media luncheon, media luncheon, uh, only I could speak, it's the holiday week, July 28th. They also have their Cavalier cookout that weekend where they can invite recruits to be on grounds. At last check, right before, kind of like the holiday, um, I was told that that was most likely going to be a lot of the commits visiting, not many on like uncommitted targets, but that might change because of the situation um, because they might want to, you know, invite some guys that camped that are in state. I don't know. So that's, so that might change, but prior to everything going prior to like, I think this was like around the first week of June. So prior to even the second June official visit, the plan was to invite mostly committed targets but again, that could be changed depending on the situation. So we'll be monitoring that and figuring out who will be on grounds on July 29th as well. So again, thank you so much for listening and subscribing. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. And we'll be right back here next week with Christian Bliss on the show. Have a good day.